Hey, what is your what is your favorite like Christmassy treat? Are you an eggnog boy? I, you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I I probably said this the last time we did a Christmas episode. Christmas stuff still ain't my digs. Oh, just isn't your digs? I'm fine with it. I just don't get a lot out of holiday cheer for Christmas. <laughs> Am I a grump? I wish I wish that you had just said I don't get a lot out of holiday cheer. If it had just ended there. <laughs> just edit it. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Merry Christmas! This is a podcast about old movies starring yours truly, Evan William Crockett, and my trusty co-host... Oh, ho, ho, ho! I'm Josh! <laughs> it's Josh! Well, he's in Chicago, I'm here in the Bay Area, we're on the phone talking about old movies for your pleasure. We take one movie a week, in this case this is our special Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays episode, and we review it. We talk about, you know... Uh, what we found when we were kids when we watched it, what we found watching it as adults, and at the end of the episode, we give it a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind, denoting whether it's worth your time. Stay tuned. What's the other one? Oh. (laughs) I always do that. God damn it. (laughs) It was going so well. (laughs) You just... It's like you're given. It's like you're giving like the speech at the at that that speech in Independence Day, but you just skimp out on the last word. So everybody's like, "Yeah." Uh, okay. No, right. it, it, the the rating system is either be kind and rewind or eject and reject. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why. You know what it is? It's because I always want to say be kind and rewind to denote whether it's worth your time. Like I like know that the rhyme is that there. is a good closer. Yeah, I know, and I'm just stupid because mm. it doesn't even make any sense. Whatever, I'm just bad. Okay, dude, just be happy that I'm not doing this part, or else it would just <laughs> it just you you've heard what it's like when I say more than two sentences that are like pre-constructed together. <sighs> like imagine if I was reading it. Well, it's 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 beautiful. You're beautiful, and this is the holiday. I think that I think, but when this episode is coming out, you and I are we're going to be in the same area. Are you excited to come back? Yeah, I'm going to come back, do a little do a little visit with Mama. Hoi! Oh shit! Yeah. Oh god, no! Uh, you got to do the uh, hoi, right? That's still our bleep, right? I I might have to make a new one because I think <laughs> I think I lost that one. No, you gotta. Well, can you, you make a new one for me, real quick? Okay, sure. All right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Hoi! <laughs> so this is the second time they're hearing it because they were recorded. I feel like this happened. At, yeah, I'm having deja vu. We've done this joke already, but spooky Christmas deja vu. Oh, my cat literally just jumped onto my laptop. Well, Josh, what did we? What was our Christmas movie this year? Oh, we watched we we watched uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies, Batman Returns. Batman Returns, what? Directed by Tim Burton, is uh, from 1992. It's a superhero film starring none other than Michael Keaton. We got Danny DeVito. We got Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken. 
Uh, and that's all the names I recognize. <laughs> uh, uh, um, that super tall guy that's in all of the Tim Burton movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember. but uh, He but had yeah. a big role in Big Fish. Yes, he did. He did have a big, good role, or a well, good big role in Big Fish. Um, but yeah, this this was a this is a, a Christmas movie. I guess a little alternative. <laughs> but uh, that's that's the noise I decided to make. Um, this is a, a, alternative a, sounds. A Christmas movie as well as a superhero movie. It is the sequel to. Uh, the 1989 film Batman. So we're, we're keeping with the theme of just going straight to the sequels. Um, thank you again, Josh. Um, no problem. So this was last year it was jingle all the way, which was my pick. Um, so this year, Josh chose Batman returns. You want to talk a little bit about your, your childhood relationship with this movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is, this is quite a, quite a, quite a frequent movie. Um, well, I had a uh, actually something more than watching the movie so much. Uh, I had uh, a, a you remember TV trays? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, uh, you know, it's like uh, just a tray you can put on your lap. Like if you're small, you can like put your legs through like the sides and all those things. Well, I had a TV tray that was <laughs> Batman. Ba- <laughs> let me let me tell you how to let me mansplain how to use a TV tray. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> it was Batman Return themed. Oh my it had, god! Had like the Batmobile and uh, uh, Michael Keaton on it, did and you, I used it all the time. Did you use it all the time? Yes, I used it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing! A bat. Yeah, so Returns. I love this movie. I mean, some people are like, "Oh yeah, I remember having the Batmobile," or "Oh yeah, I had I had all the Michael Keaton uh, action figures." But you know, Josh, he keeps it real. I had the TV tray coming out the TV tray. It it was warped because I used it so much, so it was like kind of bendy and not flat. Oh my god! And like, if you like, if you, it was one of those metal things where if like you touch one side of it, like the metal would pop up on another. It was like what, 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 what. You know when metal does that? <laughs> was your was it a TV tray or was it Cubert? <laughs> no, that's my experience with the movie Batman Returns. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, well, for so for me, I remember this movie existing. Um, like I'm, I'm kind of generally aware of these Tim Burton Batman's, but they weren't the ones that I grew up with. Um, the ones that I grew up with were. Probably a little, little embarrassingly, but when I was a kid, I didn't care, right? I just was like superhero movies. The ones I grew up with were yeah. the Val Kilmer um, Batman, uh, Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin, um, which was George Clooney, I believe. Um, so the later ones, which is kind of surprising. Well, it came out in '95. I mean, this one came out in '92. I would, I would have been four. I think I was a little too young still. How did I get on this bandwagon? Probably same to similar to oh so so was this one? Um, you know, it was like to ask was this a a Papa and Mama Josh um, movie? Uh, yes, yes. So I yeah yeah. I didn't know they liked this one. this one. 
Yeah, I, well, I think it was like, it was one of those movies where, it, you know, my parents probably weren't getting much out of it, but of all, like, the kind of child-directed, like, pap that is the television and movie programming that I enjoyed, this was probably one of the more palatable ones, mm-hmm. especially because it had, like, Michelle Pfeiffer and, like, you know, cool actors in it oh, and yeah. stuff. And Absolutely. it's pretty visually stunning. So I think, it, I think I'll say that it was probably just the more tolerable of them. And the one that, like, it would get some pity laughs out of my parents. So it was on a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't grow up with these ones. I, I grew up with, um, with with the other one, the later ones, which is, is embarrassing because if you kind of look at the grand scheme of, of Batman movies, those ones are lauded as being pretty terrible with the exception of... Um, I, I want to say that I don't I don't have the stats in front of me, but the the more recent Batman with Ben Affleck at the helm has not been um, has not been doing anybody any good. Like no nobody is really enjoying that. Ben Affleck's not enjoying it. DC is not enjoying it. The audiences aren't. <laughs> I think enjoying he's it. I think he's off of it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, he, he's he? he's done. Yeah. They they were gonna do like a standalone The Batman, but now uh, now it's gonna be no. little uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, oh, he was, well, I, no, I love him. Ben Affleck was gonna actually like direct it and everything, and then, and then it was like, okay, he's not directing it, but he's still gonna be in it. And then it was like, all right, he's not gonna be in it anymore. And also, we're switching to so, not not necessarily looking forward to that one. <laughs> that one's gonna be oh boy, like how cluster. many times can we do this fucking franchise? Yeah, Just, well, Tim Burton did it. That should be enough. And th- yeah, it is. It's probably worth mentioning that like. <clears throat> when Tim Burton did it, 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 at least in my mind, these are probably the most unique superhero movies of uh, really either side, like DC or Marvel, because it it has that like distinct Tim Burton, dark, but also kind of playful um, uh, energy to it. Um, oh, I should probably get a synopsis going. Yeah, why don't you get a synopsis, synopsis going? Um, oh, that's synopsis music. There it was. Why do we need music for everything? <laughs> we, we just because uh, I'm making all the music, so I get to choose when it comes in and when it doesn't. People are gonna actually think that you make all the music because why are... would that be a terrible thing? Wow, Evan, that's wow. that was rude. That was rude. all right. Yeah, go, no, yeah, Josh makes all the music. I'm gonna t- yeah. I'm gonna text you like madly at 3 a.m. before this movie comes this episode comes out and I'm gonna be like I need that Serenity music or whatever synopsis music and I'm gonna give it to you at 4:05 a.m. like I do every single time coming through. <laughs> Here's a synopsis. Uh, after stopping the Joker's rampage, Batman. Oh, I'm, I guess the, I guess they mean the first movie. Uh, Batman finds oh, right. himself facing the hideous, hideously grotesque penguin. That's kind of rude. Uh, a deformed villain who emerges from the sewers, who plans to be respected in Gotham's community. Little does Batman know is that uh, devious businessman Max Shrek, oh, they spelled it right, is working with the penguin to become mayor of Gotham. And they also plan to frame Batman for a di- from a different perspective. Meanwhile, Max's lowly secretary, Selina Kyle, gets thrown out of a window from her workplace and transforms herself 
into the mysterious uh, vigilante called Catwoman. I don't know if she transforms herself. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, can Batman defeat two fiendish foes at once and clear his name at the same time? Uh, well, let's let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that was that was yeah rough to try to find a decent <laughs> synopsis. Yeah, that was, how many takes did we have to do? Was that like five or six to try to get one synopsis? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, ba- basically this movie is uh, is Michael Keaton returns as Batman, and then you got Danny DeVito as the Penguin, and you got Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, as Catwoman, and mm. and Christopher Walken is the like the the scheming rich you know guy who's who's behind it all, um, and the rest of it sort of sort of writes itself uh you know i I wouldn't say that this plot is all that complicated um in terms of production back history not a whole lot uh apparently annette benning was supposed to be catwoman but then she got pregnant so she couldn't do the role anymore so it went to michelle pfeiffer um Mm. but you know tim burton originally he didn't want to do another batman movie but then they they granted him wb granted him more creative control um so he was like all right well i guess i'll do it then um but yeah nothing nothing much more to it um and i think it's about that time that we talk about our current experiences but first we gotta take a real short break and we'll be back with more tapes 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 after this yeah i'm gonna get some altoids Tapes, tapes, fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talked to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email, we can pour our hearts out, we can write fan fiction, we can send in fan art, and we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. The Matrix. We... We've shifted gears <laughs> into being a podcast solely about the Matrix. Um, so yeah, watching it this time around. Now, I I believe that I've seen this movie um, as as an adult. Um, oh, I, I know what it was. Morgan, when Morgan's family used to live down here, we used to have regular movie nights. Um, yeah. And the uh, we would always have a theme like. Um, you know, your, your favorite Disney movie or, um, but usually the themes are a little bit more interesting, like movies that made you cry when you were a kid or or movies that you were scared of when you were a kid. Um, and this theme was Christmas movies that aren't actually Christmas movies. Um, okay. First off, fuck them because it's absolutely a Christmas movie. So the, that, I mean, yes, this is a Christmas movie and, and Merry Christmas again to all of our tapes, tapes, tapers out there. Um, but it, this is a Christmas movie in the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. 
which is that like, yeah, it takes place during Christmas, but it isn't overtly, explicitly like Jingle All the Way or the Santa Claus or or even the Grinch. Well, how are they? Christmas. How are they different? Well, cause, because it's not speci- specifically like talking about the lore of Christmas. Yeah, I guess because it's not specifically talking about the lore of Christmas, and also it isn't. Um, it isn't talking about like it doesn't have Christmas in the title, or or any kind of Christmassy things. Um, anyway, I'm just telling you that that's the last time I saw this movie, and that was probably about five years ago or so. Um, so so yeah, that that's kind of my my most recent memory with this movie. And upon this fresh watching of it, I I got to tell you, I just wanted Michelle Pfeiffer. Like her, not wanted her as in a, <laughs> in a carnal way. I just wanted like, I just wanted that. I just wanted. <laughs> I just wanted um that that character. Like I just thought Catwoman was the was easily the best part yeah. of Batman Returns. Um, I mean, I thought Danny DeVito did a pretty good job. I mean, his character was very one dimensional, which which is fine. he did a great job of like playing a Batman villain. That's I mean, because this is, a, for all intents and purposes, like an Adam West Batman world. It's very cartoony. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very it's very out there. Um, but upon rewatching it, I, I just felt like, yeah, I loved her character. I loved the way... Um, I, I just loved the way that she moved around. I loved that they did the whole trope of like... She's a really obviously Michelle Pfeiffer is a really sexy lady, and then they just were like, "Yeah, just stick glasses on her; nobody'll know." <laughs> um, I like how they started with that, and then she turned into this just like this very Tim Burton crazy, sexy. Um, what was Probably it? some kind of sexual fantasy for Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, you you can kind of see uh, the the Helena Bonham Carter of it all. Um, I don't developing. know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel very yummy. <laughs> gross. Best line. <laughs> um, Did I, how, how was my delivery? Yeah, well, it was gross, so it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then other than that, um, yeah, loved, uh, loved Danny DeVito. Um, and his character was, was pretty, was pretty 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 good um michael keaton i could really take or leave to be honest i i just wasn't a big wasn't a big fan of his batman i i know that role is not exactly the easiest to pull off because you kind of got to be like dark and brooding but you also got to be this like billionaire playboy but you can't really do that too much because then it then it wouldn't really work the continuity um, but yeah, that, that, that's kind of my, my very general impression. What, what did you find, find upon this rewatching? Well, you know, I don't know. I think this movie is kind of like, it's special, uh, mm-hmm. in its own right. In, in that, what way? Uh, and, and I think, you, well, you said it already, uh, which kind of answers my question because watching this movie, I kind of feel like somebody went... Oh boy, we got to do something with this Batman franchise. Uh, okay, what do people really like right now? What are they responding to? And like, they had Tim Burton, and they were just kind of like, "Hey, can you just make a Batman movie?" 
And he's and he just kind of went like, okay, what do you want it to be about? And they were just like, it doesn't matter. Just just make it. Just make it. We'll <laughs> we'll put it to print. And this it's important this, to notice that to know that this is a post Beetlejuice movie. So yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. So so it's like because they saw that he was commercially successful that they just kind of went do whatever you want like make it as weird or as Tim Burtony and we're good and I, so I guess it makes sense <laughs> that they were just like he didn't want to do a second one so they were just like have creative control you went fine because this is just the most like you would never see a Batman movie or really any kind of superhero movie like this ever again because yeah. it's so uniquely this like tim burton and it just like it's it does not work it just it doesn't really fit with like superhero movies but it also kind of does it's just like very sink or swim mm-hmm. where like now everything's like super produced so it's like widest possible the, audience and yeah. like this is just so like if you're not on board with this get off the bus yeah it's a very it's a very strong choice yeah i, I totally agree that they they um I really think they've done themselves a disservice with the recent, um, with with most of the mo- more recent superhero movies that have come out in the last few years. Um, which I, I mean, I'll be the first to say I actually enjoy superhero movies. I think I enjoy them a little bit more. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> How brave! You're so brave! <laughs> Fuck you! Wow, dude! <laughs> The way you said, "Oh my God," I was like, "Is something is something wrong?" <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the brave one and say, "I'll take one for the team here at Tapes, Tapes, Tapes." I like okay, superhero movies. Um, and what a martyr! <laughs> but uh, but at the same time, I do see them for what they are, which is fireworks. I mean, they're 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 popcorn. They they're just kind of there. Um, and I'll probably rewatch them like, you know, maybe once or twice, but real, really, I'm going to remember something like this more, whether I like it or not. And for that, I feel like this movie should be, should be commended. Um, but, um, but yeah, I also think that for me, the best part of, um, Michael Keaton's performance is not actually this movie, but rather that because this movie exists and he plays Batman in this one and the and the the first Batman Tim Burton Batman movie, um, he recently was in a movie called Birdman, which I don't think you saw. Correct? Oh, I saw that. Oh, you did? I saw Birdman. Oh, did you love it? Oh, it's a great movie. It's an amazing. If you haven't seen Birdman, um, that's yeah, it's an amazing movie. And I just, for me, I feel like, and and a very broad summary of Birdman is that it's Michael Keaton playing kind of a washed up um, superhero actor who is trying to make it on the stage now, um, but everybody knows him as the superhero character Birdman. So it's very, it's like very obvious. It's very like inside ball. Um, you know, hey, Michael Keaton played Batman. Listen hey, to our hey. episode on Birdman. <laughs> Coming out to a theater near you. Um, I just felt like that was the the most beautiful meta Hollywood casting choice that I've that I've yeah. seen in a really long time. Um, and I and then he like went a step further with Spider Man Homecoming by being. Like yet another flying supervillain. So, oh yeah, 
So anyway, I just what's I, with what's with him and bird like flying superheroes like I don't know and I, Michael Keaton's <laughs> face. <laughs> it just works for some. He has like he has a hawkish glint in his eyes. Um, like there was some talent scout back in the seventies that was like, "You sir look like you could play." Men of grandeur that have to do with birds. <laughs> it, it's more like I don't know. That's why people sounded like that in the seventies. <laughs> well, it's more like it was a curse. It was like an old man who's like, "You will play bird people." Um, <laughs> there was both of them. They were standing side by side when they said it. There's the old British good dude, and then the the warlock British dude. <laughs> they were saying to it. Warlock British dude. Um, but yeah, so so yeah. Upon rewatching it this time, I did feel that um, similarly to my experience with Tim Burt with uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I thought that the pacing was a little bit uneven. I felt like um, yeah, Tim, this boy don't know how to pace. Tim Burton wasn't really wasn't quite there yet with his. Um, well, see, now I, I think that, that Edward Scissorhands, which came out two years before, I think that he did a good job with that. Um, but this is still one of one of Tim Burton's, at this point, only good movies, especially if you consider like the last 20 years almost of just a slump pile that he's been in. Um, I don't know. So, sort of sad. Yeah. But Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. <laughs> Dude, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. You know, when I think back at this movie, like watching it as a kid and watching it today, I just wanted to be Catwoman. Like she was the coolest character. I mean, oh yeah, bar none. She had the best lines, and honestly, like watching it now, like she's kind of the hero of the movie. She's. Totally, I fucking hate Batman in this movie. She's t- yeah, yeah. I don't. Batman just, he's, just he's, to me, he's kind of garbage. My, my critique, like, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go for it. Well, just my my critique of Batman in this movie is just that he's like the the main thing that we're supposed to be impressed with with Batman because he doesn't have any superpowers of his own. He doesn't have super strength. He can't fly. He has gadgets and he has the ability to like to plan and to coordinate and to be a master tactician. And, and he's a detective yeah he's exactly he's detect detective comics so but in this movie he just kind of shows up he's like i'm gonna drive my car there and then like all the clowns are fighting in the street and he's like well i guess i gotta fight clowns now he just he's just like yeah he needs alfred to like cook all of it there's this one scene where he's like in his cave and alfred brings him some soup and he like eats the soup and he and he goes Alfred, it's cold. It's cold. And Alfred goes, it's supposed to be, Master Bruce. And I'm just like, what a little piece of shit. Yeah, he's... You're supposed to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's just a whiny, like doesn't really do any, doesn't really, I mean, he doesn't even advance the plot forward, really. Like, I mean, you're right. It really is all the Penguin and Catwoman who kind of make everything happen. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What a, Man screw you uh michael keaton's batman <laughs> you suck oh he was good in the first one it's just the second one although okay there's know. something i, I do want to talk about the first one with... i don't think we only do sequels on this podcast <laughs> heaven forbid what so okay catwoman her her whole thing in this movie is that she gets pushed out of a window by her boss and she becomes Catwoman. Uh-huh. Let's take a moment to try to get to the bottom of 
how she becomes Catwoman. Like what, what metaphysical or spiritual or physical action happens that just somehow makes her Catwoman? Like what happened? Well, Josh, when you suffer a 10 story crash on concrete and uh-huh. then a hundred cats run all over your body and lick your hands and nibble on your fingernails, then you yeah. too can become Catwoman. That's the only uh, way. Then that way I know like essentially martial arts, how to do backflips, front flips, use a whip. That's right. Okay. I'm yeah. into it. You'll you'll learn all of those things. You just have to sac you just have to fall ten stories and then find a herd of a hundred cats. And if my parents, when I'm a baby, they put me in a bassinet and I float down a river, I become... You become... (laughs) What happened with Danny DeVito? You become... Well, he was born deformed. And then... Sure. And then, yeah, penguins rescue... Yeah, there's... Yeah, this movie doesn't make any sense. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he he gets he gets put into a sewer, so he's got like a sewer gang of like circus people and like giant penguins. Yeah, well, those are, those are normal penguins, my dude. You know, emperor penguins can be over five feet tall. Planet Earth. Uh, no, I'm just gonna say this is a Tim Burton movie. There's no such thing. It's just Tim Burton penguins. <laughs> just there's no such thing as Emperor penguins. There's only Tim Burton penguins. <laughs> yeah. No. This this movie. Does, if you try to kind of break it down to make it make sense, it it just doesn't really. Um, mm, because do yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Oh, you know, this movie scared me as a kid. Oh, really? Which part scared you? Yeah. Uh, uh Danny DeVito biting off that dude's nose. Dude, yeah, that was that was brutal. See, he didn't even bite it off. Like that's how I remember it as a kid. But he literally just bites it and makes it bleed. Yeah. But it just comes out of nowhere. He's just like the guy's like, oh, he's making like a deformity joke. He's like, oh, uh, oh, you got a big nose. And then Davido's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. oh, oh, at least I don't have blood gushing out of my nose. And the guy goes, what? And then he just bites into his nose with his fucking sharp ass chompers. <laughs> so intense. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was, that was wild. Was there anything Scared else the that, shit out of that you remember from, from being a kid and watching this? Uh, a lot of the Danny DeVito stuff, uh, yeah. him biting the nose, him eating the raw fish, like, yeah tim burton has a way of capturing all of that kind of like (laughs) all that stuff that as a kid you would go like ew or like that's weird and like making it really interesting have you seen that this is what he's good at. have you seen that youtube video that's like honest trailers and it's like every tim burton movie uh no it's that's a great that's a great video I'll, I'll, every tim burton movie yeah they or? just they kind of do like a general review of every tim burton movie and, and one of they just kind of name a oh lot like of every them. movie that he's ever done yeah like every oh, every movie that, that he's ever good. done and, and they just kind of it's i mean it's it's funny they're making fun of him and like some of it is like creepy cursive writing or like that that font that he has but one of them is creepy stuff with mouths and it's just like a bunch of scenes from this movie with <laughs> with that stuff and just like gross black sludge just coming out of 
of Danny DeVito's yeah. mouth in this movie is so weird. They, but it's yeah, there's visceral. always goo coming out of his mouth. Like it's a yeah, like yeah. motor oil. Yeah, I don't know why he's always chugging motor oil, but but um, I I thought that it was because he's got sharp teeth, so he's like always cutting his mouth just by like closing his mouth. Oh, but then why is it black? Because it's because he's a, it's a penguin person. <laughs> Yeah, there's no. I don't know why I even asked. Why? Why are we trying to figure out why? <laughs> oh, well, this is how Catwoman's made. Danny DeVito can't have black blood. He can't have black Evan. blood. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being intolerant of black blood. Um. All right. I think we're. I think we're at about that time, Josh. Josh, do you give? Ew. Are you okay? Yeah, I just coughed. Oh, you said ew afterwards. Yeah, let's not worry about it. Did you cough up some black blonde? I'm <laughs> Danny DeVitoing over here. <laughs> Josh, what do you give 1992's Batman Returns? Oh, I didn't even think about this in advance. I give this movie a... Ooh... A, yeah, it's kind of hard. I mean, we've we've talked positively about it a lot, but I yeah, I the thing is, is the, the real question is, would I watch this movie again? The answer is yes, but would I recommend other people seeing it? Yeah, I'm gonna give this movie a be kind and rewind. Uh-huh. No, I'm gonna give this movie be kind and rewind. The re- well, the re- the reason I yeah I had to reflect on that one, but the reason being, I think this is it's. This be- this belongs in the history of movies solely for the purpose of Tim Burton got away with doing a Batman movie and it was purely <laughs> just his own like self-masturbatory vision of what it could have been. And nobody would ever be able to do that again. Yeah. Like he somehow got away with it. Yeah, I would I would say that I'm I'm kind of right on the fence. Um because I feel, I feel personally like I'm probably not going to seek this movie out again. But at the same time, I I would, you know, if somebody was like, oh, is that one good? I'd be like, well, it's very interesting. Um, and I don't think that there's much of a, much of a palette for, well, now here's the question. Is it that there is no palette for, really weird absurd um superhero movies anymore or is it just that like the system is so you know ingrained and like we've got to do it this way that they would never take Um, a risk like this again maybe i just more think just as a standalone movie it's just like how did this movie like see the light of day like how did it even get out of development so and you know it's just so weird. And I guess for that reason, I'll I'll go ahead and give it a be kind and rewind, if if only because like it certainly isn't a bad movie. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing, and Danny DeVito is amazing. I think I'd I think I'd eject and reject Michael Keaton, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> but he is he is such a small part of this movie, really, like. You don't yeah, even Batman's see him tiny. for the first 25 minutes of the movie. I remember... He's so small. He's like one inch tall on the screen. A, like, you can't even see him. He's only a little guy. You don't even see he's him. He's standing on my thumb. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would I would give it a be kind and rewind. 
with you know with the understanding that if you go and watch this movie and you don't like it i i gave you fair warning it's very unique um you know try try to live your own life well merry christmas everyone thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> To, to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. I, I just, that laugh was an, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, it is a Christmas movie without being a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, it's just a Christmas movie. There's no two ways about it. It takes place during Christmas and it has Christmas themes in it. What are the like, Christmas themes? The Christmas themes are, should I put a car bomb on my enemy? And the answer <laughs> is no, because it's not going to work. The other Christmas themes are <laughs> no, uh, don't like push that. your don't push your employees out of windows mm-hmm. and appreciate them or else they're going to turn into cat women. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last theme and they're going to electrocute you in the end. Yeah, if uh, if you if you don't like your boss, just uh, kiss him while you got some electrical wires near you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas from all of us here at Tapes. Oh, wait. What, what Do you have any recommendations? Oh, uh, no. All right. Merry Christmas from Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. <laughs> it's just even like, wait. Uh, I don't. Do you not want to? It's just You so don't want to end it this way? Uh, well, that's the that's not in the spirit of Christmas. We got to leave Christmas joy. I'm so bad at this whole Yule thing. Can you do the Christmas part? I have, What are you talking about? I already did the Christmas part. I made the Christmas theme music. I made us. I made. I reminded oh, yeah. us to do a Christmas episode. Well, thanks for listening, hey, everybody. For listening. Uh, <laughs> this is a wonderful episode. <laughs> tapes, tapes, tapes. I think we're only we going to have like 20 minutes of episode. <laughs> <laughs> well it's christmas people like yeah. that's our gift to us a short app there that's that's your gift everybody this is a short app <laughs> you're welcome all right ho 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 hum 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 josh why don't you sing us the song of an englishman oh christmas christmas time it's time to get out the vcr and watch them christmas time oh Christmas time, Christmas time. I really didn't want to do a song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Christmas tapes, tapes, tapes. (laughs) That's it. All right, bye.